Hey everybody, just want to give you a quick heads up. Uh, this is a very spoiler-heavy episode, so I wanted to give you uh, a warning now so you didn't ruin things for yourself. At about the 49-minute mark, uh, 40, or I'm sorry, the 9.5-minute mark, we will be talking about the new Avengers Infinity War movie in heavy detail. Uh, so if you have not seen that film yet, please do not listen to the podcast after that mark. Go see it first and then listen to this podcast. And then at the, about the 49-minute mark, uh, we talk about the season 3 finale, uh, the series finale of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, we also talk a lot about the show in general and the movies as well. So if you've not seen any of Ash vs. Evil Dead or you just haven't seen the finale yet, need to uh, do that and then come back and listen to the second half of the podcast uh, both of those things uh, Marvel Comics and Evil Dead two of my absolute favorite franchises are out so I would hate to spoil things like that for you given how much I love those things myself so uh, but thank you for listening to the show and if you've seen both of those things just listen away and I hope we can entertain you and I hope you enjoy yourselves thank you for listening <laughs> hey, by the way, my, my six-year-old daughter, she loudly proclaimed today, we are not insects. She's at the top of her lungs. So oh. that's news for the world right there. We are not insects. So, And uh, apparently the only thing that makes us not insects is that we, we, we don't have six legs. That's it. Apparently that's the only thing. Hmm. Not the I don't I don't see any antenna on us. No, no. Wait, I, she didn't get into that. She she's only six, so I guess her her mind could only stretch so far uh, with the differences between these two things. But uh, but yeah. So uh, I, I was trying to make this a more educational podcast for the people out there, so they could get a dose of news along with entertainment. So so there's the news to start off the show. I think that was Bull. very important. I gotta say, bold statement by six year old, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna have to agree okay. uh, with her. Wow! Uh, I, right. I don't need any. I don't need any facts or anything like that. But I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I got a good nose for the truth, and I think she's speaking a lot of it. So, uh, yeah, I, I, we're gonna keep watch on her. She also asked me today what the purpose of lava was because she said lava only hurts people. Why do things exist that hurt people? Like sad feelings. I was like, oh my oh. god. I don't Jeez. even know how to answer that question. I was like, ah, and I couldn't find my keys either. I'd left them in the in the bathroom of the YMCA, uh, not like that, uh, but I left them in the bathroom of the YMCA. Uh, we'd gone swimming, and uh, so my mind was panicked. I'm like, I don't know why lava exists. It's from the earth. That's all I can tell you. So, are you are you raising a a, a French uh, existential writer or something like that? <laughs> you know what? I feel like she's got an issue with anxiety right now, so she's always worried about like. 
things that could like theoretically happen. Like she's freaked out there, and I'm like, "What if somebody breaks into our house and kidnaps me in the middle of the night?" And I'm like, "What is she watching?" I don't know, man. It's, she watches uh, YouTube videos where people play with toys, but I don't think they talk about kidnapping in any of those. But then our guidance counselor told us today that apparently that's normal with six year olds because like uh, something with like their emotional state is not is, fully caught up with, like, their oh. brain states. Uh, I'm paraphrasing this woman and probably butchering her words, but uh, the part that I can uh, pretty much say, uh, paraphrasing, is that six-year-olds, apparently, uh, they're just now realizing the way the world works and that uh. not everything revolves around them. And so huh. I guess their emotional and their logical levels are not completely balanced and, and in sync with each other. So Gotcha. You should just shake her and say, you'd be lucky to get kidnapped. <laughs> She's going to listen to this podcast in like 16 years, and it'll be like the first person to ever listen to this thing. But she's going to be like, Dad, what the hell did you talk about me on that podcast for? Now everybody knows I have night tremors. And I'm like, oh, Yeah, God. and then I was kidnapped. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, Louise. Oh, my God. I hope she wasn't. She I hope she's not. She gets kidnapped and listens to this podcast and then puts the two together, and, and we have a big uh, cheerful reunion someday down the road. That's about I, the only thing that would ever good come out of that situation. But uh, uh, I, I think the number one suspect is probably James. Don't don't trust him <laughs> as far as you can throw him. Well, as Stone Cold Steve Austin says, don't trust DTA. anybody. Yeah, DTA, so. my friend. Speaking of not trusting people, I saw on Twitter some guy, he said that uh, he he spoiled the whole Avengers Infinity War like out loud in front of his whole class or whatever, and people were like yelling and screaming at him and everything, and he didn't say if he was a teacher or not, but James Gunn told him that he was going to die alone, so wow. yeah, I don't know if that was that's harsh, a- but that's kind of a dick move. Like, why would I was you do about that? to say. I, I will agree that that was a big dick move, and I'll use my my swear words. <laughs> I don't know that that is pretty awful. You know, I, I I've always heard about the the rumor where people used to would drive by the lines of people uh, lining up for Empire Strikes Back, and they'd drive by and they'd yell out, uh, "Vader is Luke's father!" Oh and, man. You know, that's yeah. a jerk move. But if that guy's yeah. going to be a dick about that, he's probably going to be a dick about other things in his life, too. It's not like he's like a good, righteous man, and that's the only thing he does is is spoil things. I don't know if those type of people exist who are otherwise good, but just for kicks, spoil movies. But Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't, I don't understand that whole, ha, 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 I got you. It's like, oh, great, cool, thanks. You just ruined it um, and ruined my f- $15 uh, ticket yeah, for this movie that I've been waiting for to see. And you did not get spoiled. Right, you told me that you almost got spoiled in Target. Man. Some cashier was talking about it or something. Holy moly! Wow. So we were lined up in Target on Sunday night, and I hear, and I have really good hearing. So I mean, that's that's my that's my superhero, uh, my superpower. Apparently, I have really good hearing. Wow. I have really good eyesight. Yes, you're like Superman without the cape and the underwear. Good, good job what, on that. What? What'd you say? No, You're like yeah. Superman, yeah. No, no underwear. Just kidding. Ha, 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 just kidding. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I see what you uh, did. Yeah. Yeah. Don't 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 talk about my no underwear. <laughs> I, I don't wear underwear anyway. <laughs> Nobody needs to know that. No. So uh, so we're in the line, and then one line over, I hear. I think the the people who are who are paying for their products. I think they were comic book fans. I assumed that somebody had a, a shirt on that had, you know Marvels because I heard the guy behind the counter say, "Oh, did you see Infinity War yet?" Oh, and they started kind of like ah, and they started talking, and I was just like la 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 la. <laughs> yes, I feel like you handled that the right way. Oh, I totally did. You could yeah. have punched him in the face, though. That might have worked I, too. <laughs> 
I could have just gone up and said, you know, some of us haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> so was it like a long line ahead of you? Were you like hurriedly putting all your groceries on the conveyor belt? Or do you just have like uh, a candy bar and like a bag of chips or something, something quick that you're able to get in and get out as fast as possible? No, we were lucky because the people ahead of us actually, you know how Target has, they have the, they have, um, checkout counters in the front and then like the second row of checkout counters. Yeah. So they they, they, the guy who was trying to talk about the movie was in the first row, and ours was basically the second deep. So I moved a little more forward, got away from his banter, and then um, the per- people in front of us only had a couple things left. So we were we were quickly, uh, you know, talking to our our checkout person that in is, a few seconds. I'm glad that you avoided that because that's a movie that is best seen uh, without any kind of spoilers or anything like that. Uh, Amen. Let's just go ahead and get into it. I'm going to mark this time down because at the beginning of this podcast, I'm going to tell people, hey, we start talking about Avengers spoilers at the uh, seven and a half minute mark. So seven and a half minutes. Uh, Avenger. Okay. This movie. Holy crap, dude. This movie was great. This movie lived up to the hype, in my opinion. I agree. Oh, okay. I, I totally agree. Okay, I didn't know if you would agree with that or not. You sent me the text message and you said, "Whoa, that was great!" And that's really yeah. all I heard because I wanted to save uh, the discussion for the uh, for the podcast. But sometimes, you know, you you hear about something and oh, it's going to be great. You hear all your life uh, about how how great something is, and then you get to it and it's like, well, that seems like that was uh, did not live up to the hype. But man, alive, I I it's that's. I'm trying to think if that's my favorite of the Marvel movies. I think I still like Black Panther better, but yeah, it's very, very close. Uh, I think with this one, it was so – to me, it really felt – this was like one of the first the first um, Marvel movies that I can think of off the top of my head that had that ultimate uh, comic book feel. Like you – I was watching a actual comic book. Yeah, because there were the groups, there were the groups that broke off into into pieces. We got Rocket and Groot and Thor, and they went off on their little mission. And they had Tony and Spider Man and Doctor Strange, and they had their little mission. So yeah, and I love the jump. You know, they kept on jump cutting. So it was it was it really felt like a a a living, breathing comic book that I was watching. That's I hadn't thought of it in that way, but yeah, that makes sense. It feels like a. You know, when you would you would get to the end of the issue and something bad was going to happen and you had to wait a few weeks or a few months yeah. or whatever for the next one that came out. I was proud of myself for this analogy. I, I told you and I think I told somebody else that it felt like every Marvel movie was Star Wars and this was finally – we finally got Empire Strikes Back with this movie. Oh, yeah. Because it was like oh, real yeah. stakes and like, oh, man, people are screwed, you know, and Empire Hans and the Carbonite and – Luke's got his hand all chopped off, and and three PO is is turned to a life of prostitution and, and debauchery, and uh, I don't know if that's the right movie or not, but um, he did change his name to Sleaze Three PO. Oh I, goodness, I, he's like uh, <laughs> he's like that Jude Law in that uh, AI movie or whatever. yes, yeah, he's, but, a, he's a he's a he's a sexy sex bot, a, a gigolo but, bot, no, but yeah. <laughs> 
You did, yeah, you did send that uh, text message to me. You did say, hey, I had nothing to spoil, but I did want to say that this does feel like an Empire Strikes Back. And coming out of it, I definitely felt that way because, like you said, the 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 Rebels, they're at their lowest point. The Empire has won. They've won the day for this, you know, this battle and everything like that. And all the cards are, are, are on their side. And this is the same way where the heroes are battered, their asses are kicked, half of them are dead and gone, half the world is gone, or half the universe is gone, and Thanos is just, yep, I won. In your theater, what scene got the biggest audible reaction? Uh, when Thor showed up in Wakanda, everyone went absolutely ape shit. Oh, that was amazing. That was fantastic when he uh, showed up. It's like, oh hell yeah, this yeah, is, it's going down <laughs> now. But uh, that was great. I mean, there was t- tons of laughs. Every I I laughed a bunch. There was a bunch of things that were really really funny. Obviously, Spider Man was hilarious. Uh, there was some good banter between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, and um, you know some, some oh and some obviously some great stuff with Star Lord and Thor. You know the Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be you know deep dark uh, deepening his voice and uh and drax had some great stuff too you know the the where is gamora who is gamora i'll do you one better why is gamora i liked drax describing thor as a pirate made a baby with an angel <laughs> that was uh, that, that was hilarious drax he is, is great he is a god <laughs> batista is great as drax and like i Everybody does a good part, or everybody in those movies, I think, does a good job with their parts. But it just feels like he really knocks Drax out of the park. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never thought Batista would be the one to do that. (laughs) Yeah, he's surprisingly really, really good. I mean, if you've seen him in other things, he definitely understands the uh the, the acting game but he really found his his niche with uh with Drax. I've never seen any of his other things. What what's he been in? He had uh he had a bit part in the um Blade Runner 2049. I still need um, to watch that. I still that need was to watch a, that. God, that was a great movie. Um that that it was it was long and it was it was very very cinematic, I will say that. It was a, it was a good, amazing, visually – it was visually beautiful. Um, he, he was also in uh, – he had a bit part in The Man with the Golden Arms or something. It was some some RZA kung fu movie with uh, Russell Crowe. It was kind of a – it was a bomb, but he had a good part in it. Uh, I feel like I need to say this to, to clear my conscience, but I still got to see that first Blade Runner. I haven't seen that one either. That's a, uh, yeah, you got to get that. You got to watch uh, that. That's a sore, that's a sore spot on my, on my resume there. But, uh, for our theater, uh, I, I was I was yelling things out loud. I, I was like <laughs> a, a little child who had no control over his body. Uh, but I, uh, uh, when Vision gets stabbed out of the middle of nowhere yeah. in that city, I was like, "Oh my god!" And uh, yeah, and then Thor comes, and we're all cheering. And then when Black Panther and his uh, and I, I forget her name, but she's the bald headed lady who's like his yeah. number one in the army. When they showed up, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is awesome!" And then uh, when Tony. Dies. Oh yeah, when he or, yeah when not he got dies, stabbed. But I mean, does does is he dying in that part? Or I don't know well, how to describe he, what happens to him. He was, I think he was, but he did. Uh, he sprayed the whatever that is on him to kind of close up his wound. Um, so he is uh, he's saved, I believe. But uh, yeah, I thought he was going to be dead on that one. Yeah, you know? I did. As bracing, as bracing the whole movie 
for the death of Tony Stark, especially when he and Pepper in the park and they're like, we need to have a baby. And it's like, oh, you you poor people, you're not going to have a baby. <laughs> he's going to die and it's or she's going to be pregnant and he's going to be dead and and everything like that. But freaking Loki died, dude. Loki dies yeah. in the first 10 minutes of this movie. It's like, oh, yeah. this is going down, man. It's going yeah. down for real. You know, I knew that some characters, some of these smaller characters, would probably die. Obviously, Hem- Heimdall uh, dies as well, um, and a couple other, uh, you know, a lot of Norse people as well. But uh, what was it? Was it, uh, Gamora? Dies. Gamora? Yeah. Oh, She's that hurt too. Well, you know, for me, it didn't really. That part wasn't really as emotional. I didn't really care. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a big Gamora fan. I don't know. You, that's not. Uh... It's each their own. I'm not going to fault you for that. But it was very sad, though. Like, uh, you see that tear going down Thanos' cheek, and, and it reminded me of that Indian with the tear going down his cheek in that old 70s <laughs> litter commercial. But yes. that was such a double cross because she's like, you love nothing. You can't uh, – uh, you you can't get this soul stone, and he's pretty much like, uh, hold my beer, please. And uh, Well, and I was are- expecting – when she said, you love nothing, you don't love any, I was expecting him to turn around and say, I love death, and then throws her <laughs> off the... Because been fitting. In the in the comic, obviously, he, you know, he... Oh, he, shoot, I just know what you, I just realized what you were talking about. Go on, please. Yes, go on. So in the comic book of the Infinity uh, Crusade, the Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity Battle, the Infinity War, uh, Thanos is obviously, he's he wants to kill the uh, half of the universe because he wants to appease uh, his his love uh, lady death who is uh, the embody the living embodiment of death itself who has basically told him kill these people and I'll I'll love you yes I will be with you and so he's doing it to to basically win over his his love um, there is nothing like that in the movie, so it's very interesting. Um, he's obviously he did say that you know he knew if his if his uh, uh, you know, life on Titan is, is the people on Titan. If they continued the way they were going to go, they were going to fall. So he proposed, obviously, to kill all of, you know half of the people, and they said no. But Titan fell anyway. So in his mind, he is in the right. You know, his his way. Uh, the the ends justify the means for for him, or the 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 uh, what should we call it? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Speaking of death, though, uh, Red Skull was doing some good death cosplay. Yes, I was not expecting that to be because I didn't realize it was Red Skull when I first saw it. Like I did not expect the Red Skull. I was happily surprised at Red Skull. Also, not being played by uh, by what's his name uh, who originally played it, and I can't remember his name. Uh, Bob Barker. uh, Agent Smith. Well, he's Agent Smith from uh, The Matrix. I can't remember what his name is. Everyone's gonna kill me on this one. I totally forgot. Blanking out. um, No, because I'm uh, I'm blanking out as well. Uh, Hugo Weaving. Yes, Hugo Weaving, because yeah. he, he had always said on record that he didn't want to ever want to reprise the uh, the role of, of Red Skull ever again. I have a feeling it was because he uh, just didn't like being in all the makeup. Who knows? I think that's actually – you're right. He has said that that was the reason why he did not want to do that was because of that uh, of that makeup work and everything. Yes. All so the they did – They but they brought in the guy who plays this Red Skull, this voices it as well, who is a wonder – apparently he is a wonderful mimic and can, can do a lot of different voices. So he's legitimately sounded like Hugo Weaving to the point where I was like, oh, I guess they must have just given him a bunch of money to do this. <laughs> But it was not not to be uh, n- not the case. Uh, the biggest cheer 
in our theater in that whole movie, though. And then I'll come on to something else. But the biggest cheer that we got, it sounded like freaking Daniel Bryan coming out at WrestleMania or something like that. It was the stinger scene. And uh, Nick Fury, he's on the phone. He starts to disappear. And he says, mother... And, you know, he doesn't yeah. finish that. And then... Uh, you know, the beeper's sitting there, and it keeps saying sending, and everybody in my front row, I was sitting in the very, very front row. I got the last ticket of that showing, by the way. Oh, my so God. It was great. Wow. I, I felt, like, uh, powerful. I felt like I had the Infinity Gauntlet or whatever. <laughs> all those other nerds didn't get to see the movie at nine like I did. But uh, <laughs> but it's like sending. We're all like, what is it? Who is it? Or whatever. And then that Captain Marvel logo pops yeah. up on the screen. We were hooting and hollering, dude. It was like, uh, it really was like a like a, a wrestling pop or whatever. That's you know, coming to save cool. the day. Because they didn't do that in my in my um, my theater. They obviously played it and everybody waited. But there was a bunch of people who got up and left, and they're standing. Oh, man. So the the people that were sitting there. So um, it was Doc, Doc Doc and I went, and so she's sitting next to a young guy. Who uh, of African American descent, and he was marking the hell out when when Wakanda. We all did the Wakanda thing, uh, nice. you know, the, the arms cross. And she said he was crying a couple times, especially when 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 uh, when a couple of the characters died, especially when Black Panther, especially with well, we'll get to to the one where, where I started getting tearing up. But the people to my right actually were two older people. I would swear that they were two uh, like grandparents, something, and they got up and left Aww. after the uh, yeah before the thing. But not many people got it, so uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, there were there were a few nerds in in the crowd because as everyone was piling out of the theater, there was the council of three. They were uh, standing up and talking. Well, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> ah. Like a little and parliament there like, or something like I, that. Y- yeah, and I kind of was like, well, you know, instead of uh, you know going out with the crowd in a big line, why don't we just chill out here? And then uh, let's. I think we should uh, pay attention to the uh, the the count the council of elders right in front of us. <laughs> Uh, they like they're like those uh, people talking to uh, uh, Nick Fury at the end of that Avengers movie or whatever. Uh, that council trying to nuke uh, the city of New yeah. York or whatever. The, oh, these guys were hilarious. It was like and it was the prototypical like there was a like a kind of a big fatter dude who was like, oh, let me tell you about. It. He was standing in the middle and there was one guy on each side and they were all talking about. And I can't remember. I didn't really hear fully what well, and of course my my superhero ears had gone you know turned them off or something like that i couldn't really hear them fully but they were definitely talking chatter about the next uh you know movies and and of course as we walked out there was a little groups little pods of nerds uh in the hallways they're like <laughs> oh well what do you think about avengers for the next thing i don't know infinity stones blah yeah well, I just know that Captain Marvel is a badass, probably the biggest badass. I was trying to describe Captain Marvel to my wife or whatever, and I was like, like uh, as far as like powers and strength and ability, it's like uh, uh, almost like Marvel's version of Superman. Almost, like, I don't think I'm out of out of league saying that she is Marvel's Superman. Maybe not in in stature and in historical scope and everything, but just on a on a power type level like she's amazing she can do anything that's exactly who who i likened it to when i was talking to doc when we were walking out because i'm actually i know of captain marvel i've never really read any of her comics before so i'm not really familiar with a lot of her stuff but i know her powers i know she's got the power cosmic because of uh kree science experiments now i don't know if that's going to be done in the movies you know because they do tweak a lot of stuff in the uh in the films compared to the comics so i don't know if she's uh you know is she just going to be working for for sword out in space um or is she was she uh super powered 
you know, by the Kree. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I, the way I just imagine that second Infinity War uh, being, and for people who don't follow wrestling, I apologize. This might go over your head. But I imagine that being like the 2007 Royal Rumble where the great colleague comes out and he's like the Thanos huh. part. You remember this. He's clearing the <laughs> ring out. You know, He's beating up Shawn Michaels and, and CM Punk and Edge and Orton and like all these like – amazing wrestlers who are you know champions and everything they're all just getting their butts kicked and they're like who can stop who can stop the great Kali and then number 30 hits and the lights go out and the bong hits and it's yeah. Undertaker comes out and they're like Undertaker and maybe somebody can and Undertaker and Kali get into this big fist fight and he throws them over the rope and that's why I imagine the next Avengers movie being where Thanos has maybe killed somebody you know Tony Stark's dead body is laying in the corner somewhere and they're like, who can stop Thanos? And then freaking Captain Marvel shows up and she kicks his ass and sets order back to the universe. That's going to be a cool movie if that happens. That'll be a cool. So here's the other thing. So, yeah, what did you said earlier? You got sad about something. What did you get sad about? Oh, it choked me up. Spider-Man dying. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it was it, it was such, heart, dude. It was such a perfect. It was such perfect dialogue coming from a teenager you know who, i don't want to go i don't i don't want to i don't want to go i don't you know i'm sorry you know i don't you know and it was so just sad he 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 nails peter parker on, on, on <laughs> bullseye every time he's hilarious and he definitely shows um it's absolutely perfect the way he does peter parker but yeah that was sad but the other thing is you notice that all the you know the, the superheroes that got taken away the majority of them are all the new guys doctor yeah. strange and peter parker and black panther why did they have to kill black Al- panther they had to kill the black guy like really <laughs> okay well, well here's the thing this is why i wasn't sad because for the second one i have a feeling some of the people who are surviving in after the first one will not be coming back after the second one. Yeah, and I don't think all those people that disappeared in a, a cloud of black smoke, I don't think all those people are coming back either. Like, they might be able to rewind time, but I don't think every single one of those people is coming back, even if they can undo some of Thanos' uh, uh, powers. And, and the thing that annoys me, and I read this online, and people are like, well, I can't be sad about that because... Uh, you know, all these people, they got sequels. There's another Doctor Strange coming. So he's not right. really dead and, and blah, blah, blah. But it's like I've watched 19 of these movies. Well, 18 because I've never seen The Incredible Hulk. 17, I've never seen Thor The Dark World either. I don't think I'll get around to that. But the point I'm trying to make is is you invest these time, all this time and energy into these characters. And they grow on you and you grow to love them. And they don't know that they're in a movie. They don't know that they've got a sequel coming out. So even though you know that there's a sequel coming out, you still identify with the with the pain and the misery they're feeling as their friends and their loved ones are yanked away from them. And yeah. just in, on a, a basic empathy level, I don't care if Spider-Man's got six sequels coming out. That breaks my heart when I see that. And I know when I go see it again tomorrow night, it's going to break my heart all over again. <laughs> Yeah, so how many times? So this will be the second time you've seen it. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it. Uh, I'm gonna go see it at least one more time. Probably go see it one more time, and then maybe 
a third time when it goes to like the the cheap dollar theater or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, I I don't know when. I, I do definitely want to see it again. I don't know when if it will be uh, in the theater. I hope so. But maybe maybe towards maybe in a, in a few weeks when you know stuff has died down and maybe I can sit in the theater maybe alone in a, like a morning show or something like that and then kind of because there's a lot of stuff that uh, a lot of dialogue that we didn't hear. Because um, pe- people are laughing, you know the jokes are over laughing, you know, and um, uh, you don't you miss some dialogue. So it, it might not be pivotal dialogue, but it's it's still dialogue that you know it's like, oh, what did he say? Yeah. <sighs> um, I don't like it when they overlap jokes like that. Like just add half a second of space, please, between uh, yeah. those jokes. But that's that's me being uh, nitpicky or whatever. So. so- um, well, go ahead. Uh, you know, I I haven't seen Incredible Hulk either, and I I have seen Dark World. Don't see that. Do you can you can pass up on that? I one. didn't like the third Thor movie, and everybody oh. likes that one. Yeah. See, I like I like Thor one, and I like Thor three. Thor two was kind of like eh. Thor three, they spoiled all the good parts in the trailer. I think we mentioned this on a podcast before, but uh, they have. They shouldn't have showed the Hulk in that trailer. It should have been a complete surprise when he shows up in that big uh, yeah uh, I know. arena battle or whatever. So, I don't know. Maybe I should speaking, watch it without falling asleep. Maybe I might like speaking, it more. Speaking of trailers, actually, this is totally off, but I saw the, we had the Jurassic World trailer. Oh, uh, yeah, we did too. Okay, so was it totally different from the origin from the first trailer? Did they see in ours? They added something where I was like, "Wait, is this to, is this a new movie?" It's they basically were steal they were taking the uh, the dinosaurs, some corporation, and they're auctioning off dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. I, that part was new. That was new information. Yeah. I thought they but were it, all just stuck on an island or something like I that. I thought they were all stuck on the island the whole time, too. Because, and then they also had the dinosaur that was coming after a little kid in, in her bedroom. That was this, uh, that was weird. This, I wonder if this is reshoots or if this, you know, they just they just held it back after, you know, from the first trailer. That's my guess, but I, I don't live in, in Hollywood City, California, so I, can't, oh. uh, I cannot <laughs> say for certain what they do and I, don't do. Um I will ask my friends in the in my Hollywood circle. Yes, you you get back to me on that, please. The the world is uh, wanting to know. Uh, by the way, uh, I have to read. Uh, uh, we got actually got some correspondence about the Avengers. I'm gonna read that in a second. But since you mentioned mentioned Jurassic World, I don't care how old I get. That T Rex like roaring. That's always gonna be scary to me. Like yeah. that just scares. And I've seen like crazier monsters and. and scarier things but just something about that giant dinosaur sitting there like roaring and screaming before he turns around and tries to eat you or, or whatever i don't you know, know. It, that's always gonna be terrifying to me it is it is because in our minds because we you know we can i don't know we we know what the dinosaurs look like because of, of the fossils that we've collected but we don't know we've never seen them in real life we've never seen them in her so it's it's like it's such a nightmare sound that in our minds are like holy crap that sound actually came potentially came from that that animal. I mean, who knows? He could have maybe had a tiny roar. Yeah. Maybe ah, that's what he said. He <laughs> might sound like that yodeling kid from Walmart that was on the internet this week. Or oh whatever. God! But it was funny. That poor little yodeling kid. He's going to be like internet meme for the rest of his life. It's uh, good. I don't know. Good. <laughs> good. You deserve it. I wish I could yodel like that though. Jeez Louise, that would be. Uh... <laughs> Be amazing. I'd go to like every karaoke bar and just uh just wait. Just start yodeling. Yeah. Let me break out my yodel. No, you know the funny thing is I've I've heard of the, that kid and I think I saw a little bit of something with uh, from the Ellen show. I refuse to watch him do his yodeling. I will Good. not I will not uh allow that to be into my brain. 
Uh, the correspondence I got uh, is from a, a wonderful man. His name is Kyle. Kyle, who actually listens to this show. I, I don't know why people uh, do, but they do. He says, Hi, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle says, uh, I'm mad. Uh, he's talking about Avengers. I'm mad they didn't actually kill off any of the big three, and I'm really tired of sitting through all of these for the banter. And he put that in, in capital oh. letters. Um, his big three was Thor, Cap, and Stark. And uh, he said he felt like a really long Doctor Who episode in which the crazy guy will obviously be saved by being shown compassion or something. And uh, uh, I think, uh, Kyle, I think you should wait for the next Avengers movie because I think one of those three is going to eat it. Uh, which, if, if you had to guess of those three, which would die? Who, uh, who are you picking to, to die? I have a feeling it'll be Captain America as he saves, uh, saves the world. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards Thor since Loki's dead. Well, Thor's not because Thor has another movie coming out. Ha! <laughs> I just I sound like those. Hey, well, wait a minute, <laughs> logic be damned. Uh, yeah, he has another movie coming. Maybe so. it'll be maybe it'll be Jane playing the role of Thor, like in the comic books or something like that. Or what about Beta Ray Bill? Freaking finally, dude! Can we not get a Beta Ray Bill movie? Like, well, how, his- how hard is this to be? Why you can't saw we have the Beta Ray Bill. Exactly. You saw the Easter egg of him uh, in uh, Thor 3, right? Yes, and that just made me even more mad that we don't have a real yeah. Beta Ray Bill movie. It's a freaking horse that picks up the hammer. I mean, well, that's that's movie <laughs> magic written all over that. We don't have and a he, And he's using uh, Thor, uh, Beta Ray Bill's hammer, right? Stormbreaker? Yes. Yes, that's the other uh, – I guess that's the other Easter egg. That was cool. That part didn't make me mad because I was like, oh, we're one step wait. closer to Beta Ray Bill. Oh, we'll get, we're going to get to uh, to Kyle's in a second. But hey, how how awesome was it to see uh, Pete, Peter Dinklage as uh, as the, uh, the troll? That was uh, really cool. <laughs> I, one of the tweets I saw, they were like, "Hey, Peter, we want you to play a dwarf," and he's like, "Oh," and they're like, "But he's a giant dwarf." He's a giant dwarf. <laughs> it's like, oh. I thought it was I thought it was so funny. Basically, it's it's him normal size, and they just lowered the you know everything else around him. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, that was fun. That was a that was of all the. The fun, unexpected surprises. Seeing Peter Dinklage show up—that was probably my favorite of the unexpected things. I did not think I was going to get in that movie. But uh, now, as as for the banter, I'm I'm a fan of it. I can see where people may may think that it might be too maybe overboard or a little too much, yeah. especially with the gravity of everything that's going on. Um, but it, it fits with the characters. It fits with Star Lord. It fits with uh, with Thor. It fits with Tony Stark. It fits with fits fits with Tony and Doctor Strange. You know, who the, this is basically the first time they've really ever met. And because yeah. uh, I don't think Tony, I don't think Tony Stark was in. No, because Thor was in uh, Doctor Strange. That's right. Um, so I understand that where it could be a little bit a little bit too much. But uh, and then yeah, and then I I can see where. Tony could have been the one who died at the end of this first one, but yeah, so maybe they're saving it all for the second one. And, and you know, it's funny you say that because um, I had somebody else say, oh, you know, it's the same old thing. It's just it's basically just a revolving the same storyline or the same story arc. But, uh, you know, just different characters that Marvel keeps on doing. It. It's, it, it's a never ending cycle and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's also the it's they're going by the comic, you know, the storylines that they that they've had for, you know, 20, 30 years or stuff like that. Do you think uh, remember at the end of that Guardians of the Galaxy volume two where uh, what's her name? That that really hot gold woman 
she was making the uh, what Adam like Warlock. Warlock. Do you think he's yeah. going to show up in that next Avengers movie? You, you know, it's funny you say that because I think they said that he was supposed to show – he was supposed to have more screen time in Guardians 2. Um, Interesting. But or maybe it was the first one. I don't know where it was. But you know, I I would think because Adam Warlock is one of the ones who helped stop Thanos. He, Silver Surfer, uh, a couple other things. Will, will they now that they have the rights back to Silver Surfer? Will they oh, use him? I didn't him? know they had the rights back to Silver Surfer. When did that happen? Oh, oh, oh yeah, they got all the uh, Fantastic Four back. Are you, when did this happen? This happened recently. I think when doesn't when didn't Marvel buy Fox? Uh, I mean, it's not, uh, it's not like official yet. I don't think. Or okay. Whatever. But I but imagine I, they will I, at some point. But uh, I mean, that's why everyone's talking about. Well, what if they open up a dimensional rift and the the mutants come in and stuff like that? I don't know if that's going to happen. I could see where that could, yeah. but I think the focus is on uh, on you know the heroes that they have right now. Maybe they'll have Adam Warlock. I think. And then they're also talking about what about what about Nova? You know, mm, that could be fun. Well, our speaking of heroes, Kevin Feige had an interview. Uh, he said any of that Fox deal would take a while to get going in years from whenever and if it ever happens. So certainly okay. it won't impact the five movies we've announced, and it probably wouldn't impact anything for a handful of years after that. Because really, we're not thinking about that. We're thinking of delivering on what we promised. Uh, and then he says some other PR speak that I don't feel like reading out loud because it's boring he would exactly he would blah, 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 blah. i really so, don't think those characters will show up until like they're finally done with like this marvel phase and they completely probably. start over with everything because they've got yes. to at some point because they'll want to have iron man and and captain america in their movies again like you know batman gets rebooted you know all the time. yeah what, what do you think about rebooted. that it seems this seems like a it's a it's a universe where Superman and Batman they seem to get re- rebooted every so often because you know they'll do their three movies and they're done. But this is something crazy where it's nineteen eighteen movies to build a uni- an entire universe. Do you think instead of rebooting and starting over with a Captain America with a thing, you know uh, they just they pass it along like Bucky gets to be Captain America now or somebody new becomes the Iron Man or something like that? No, because I think the general public is so attached to the people behind the masks, uh, Tony Stark and, and Steve Rogers or whatever, that they're going to keep doing it. I mean, the comic books are rebooting stuff left and right every two years. So right. I don't read comic books more often because it's so so darn confusing. Like, you can't just pick up a, a copy of Spider-Man. It's like, oh, no, you got to read uh, Spider-Man and Venom and Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane and Captain America and Spider-Man Love Mary Jane at the same time. And it's like, uh, you know. Cheech and Chong yeah. loves Mary Jane. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like everybody loves Mary Jane and they're all hot. And it's Woo! like, you know, I can't keep up with all of your drug habits. You know, you guys now, need now to get the, it together. But here's here's a potential thing where I was thinking where they keep Tony Stark, uh, they keep Robert Downey Jr., but they keep him in voice only. Maybe he dies in this movie, in this follow-up movie, and he becomes kind of like the AI of Jarvis or something like that. He uploads because he's as the movies have gone, he has upgraded his tech. He's now a nanotech right now. So maybe he somehow figures out a way to upload his essence onto the the net and becomes that that AI that he was so trying to get with uh with Ultron or with uh with Vision. Yeah. 
Maybe that, and then, I, I like. And that then idea. we have, a, and then we have somebody who knew who is a new, uh, you know, uh, uh, a new Iron Man or an, an Iron person, an Iron Lady, an Iron Thing, because it's an the Iron thing. Fantastic Four. Yeah, ooh, Iron Maiden. That would be. Uh, that would be nice. I think we should do that. You and me, we should write these movies. Need to hire us. <laughs> so, where do you think they go? I mean, we're gonna. I'm gonna just shoot it out and say, okay, at post Infinity War and stuff like that. You know, they obviously have a couple Spider Man. They have a couple other movies going. What about in the next couple years? What heroes do you would you want to see have movies and stuff like that? Because there are some some kind of lower ranked heroes that they still have but they also have you know some teams that may or may not the you know the crowd may not like but hey look what they did with with you know iron man wasn't an a-list character when they no, made him nobody cared about iron man at all when they made that yeah. movie about him because i remember thinking like oh iron man really that's the that's the movie they're gonna go with okay <laughs> i guess this will be fun but then they cast robert downey jr it's like Oh, he looks like Iron Man. He could he could be Tony Stark, but uh, I, any any I, any yeah any heroes that you think could could do to get that treatment? I want I want a Power Pack movie. I know oh, that name yes. is not like something that most people know. I mean, if you're an '80s comic book nerd like me, you know it. But uh, but they could do so much with that, like a a team of like kids superheroes, like 11, 12 year old kids trying to keep it a secret from their from their parents or whatever. Uh, I think Marvel showed that they can write realistic. I don't want to say realistic comic book movie, but uh, believable high school situations. And if they can do that, they could probably do something very believable on the middle school or elementary school level. I just think that would be know, a lot of fun. For me, I think Power Pack would actually be better suited as a TV, an episodic TV show. You're probably right. Something on like uh, ABC Family or not uh, – what it's – I don't know what it's called now. but uh, Or uh, Disney XD or, or one of those. Yeah, whatever. something like – but also you know, don't make it corny like a, you know, like a Disney show or anything like that. Make it have that – you know. Uh, that essence yeah. that was I need it power live pack. action though. I don't need an animated oh, totally. power pack movie. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no animated. It has to be. A, it has to be live action. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've wanted one of those for years though. If anybody ever picked my brain years ago, I would have told them the same thing. Make a power pack movie. Make a power pack movie. That would be that'd be a lot of fun, or a TV show, or something like that. But, um, but yeah, that's that's the main one that I want. That and that's Beta the main Bill. one. Beta okay, I think you know. I think a really cool one could be Sleepwalker. Which one's Sleepwalker? Jogger. So Sleepwalker is he's from the '90s as well. He is a it's a a guy who was a, he was a student who from in New York who gets um, I don't know how it happens, but basically an alien essence comes into his body, and when he sleeps, the Sleepwalker comes out and is oh, the Sleepwalker's actually he's an intergalactic like kind of police uh, policeman. Okay, Sleepwalker. I remember having a, a trading card of him. And was he in a Spider-Man costume or something? Yes, 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 he was. I think, I think you know, obviously in the beginning issues for, for new characters, they always try to put, oh, hey, Wolverine stopped by or Spider-Man stopped by, so you should buy this comic. And, you know, they try to do that so people will uh, will buy it. But, uh, yeah, I think he was in a Spider-Man costume. I could never figure out because I never read his comic book or whatever. So I was like, why why are you in a sleepwalker or why are you in a Spider-Man costume, and, dude? And that, it's one of the one of those comic lines that I always wanted to get into. And I, I've slowly kind of just read a few first issues. But I think uh, I think that could probably be a pretty good, you know, they have a young. I think the, the character main character is a, like a college age kid or something like that. 
Um, I'd love to see a Ghost Rider, but I think they're already they're done with that doing a movie, and they they put him in the the Agent of Shield, um, or uh, or even a new Blade. I don't know. I think the new Blade is going to be a TV show as well. So, the, well, do you think they'll have, are they going to have Wesley Snipes back for that? I I believe Wesley Snipes is going to be the mentor, and his main the main character is his daughter or something. Mm. I I went back and watched that that first Blade movie. Or whatever. Oh, it's awesome! It's still it's awesome. up. It's still a lot of fun. It's still great. I, I don't like the sequels as much, but um, no, but I do like no. that one. That's a lot of fun. But uh, and I also think Moon Knight could be probably pretty good. Moon Knight that, is Marvel's answer to Batman. I feel like everybody would just like they would only see that as a Batman ripoff. I think people would look at that and be like, "What? I'm not going to buy that." But in the most recent comics, he's also uh, he's a multi personality. He's suffering from multi personality disorder. Do you think we're ever going to get a Gambit movie? Oh, God, I don't know. Weren't they <laughs> supposed to do a Gambit movie? Yeah, years ago. And then I think most recently there was one with uh, Josh uh, – no, uh, what's the dude from the uh, the dancing – the men dancing movie? <laughs> men dancing movie. <laughs> uh, you talking about Channing Tatum from Magic yes, Mike? Channing T- yes, Magic Mike, the men dancing movie. <laughs> that was the that was, that was was the subtitle of that movie. Men dancing. Uh, men uh, Ch- dancing, yeah. That Channing was, uh... Tatum, I think they were supposed to go along with him, and then I think they lost their director, and you know that's usually never a good sign. Oh, that's, uh, that's sad when that happens. I remember they had that character in uh, that Wolverine Origins movie, but he didn't even have a, like a, a Cajun accent or anything. He's just like, no, hey, he I'm didn't. Gambit. And I was like, you're not Gambit, dude. And that, that, was, that was Taylor Kitsch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, he was from... Uh, uh, Friday Night Lights or, or whatever. Yes, but um, and you know I because I like them all. I've always liked them. Alpha Flight. I wouldn't mind seeing an Alpha Flight movie. That'd be fun. Would you have Wolverine in that movie at all, or would you keep them separate from Wolverine and, and divorce that characters uh, from their history? You know, maybe have Wolverine at the end as like a teaser, and maybe he's in the second episode uh, movie. I don't know. Yeah, we got to get somebody new to play Wolverine because Hugh Jackman, I think, is done with the role after Logan. Hugh Jackman's done, but there's a lot of rumbles from Deadpool, from Wade, from Wade Wilson, from uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is like wait, he's totally like Deadpool now. He's made it his own, and uh, good on him. Um, what's his name? Uh, shit, I can't, Slade remember. I can't remember. Slade Wilson from not Slade. Well, that's that Deathstroke, the Terminator from oh, okay. DC. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay, Ryan Reynolds. Thank okay. you. The, the AKA the real Wade Wilson. Uh, he had a recent video on Twitter where it was Hugh Jackman's birthday, and he Are you is serious? actually. The camera pans to the bed that uh, – I guess Hugh Jackman's in a hotel room. And Ryan Reynolds is in full Deadpool costume singing a song or singing Happy Birthday or something like that. So he's <laughs> he's really trying to get Hugh Jackman to be in a Deadpool movie. I think Hugh Jackman one time did say, though, that if uh, if Wolverine could ever be in the, the MCU, he would, uh, he would reprise that role uh, if he got to hang out with Captain America and, and Iron I, Man and all them. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. Wolverine, he was, he is, and was an Avenger, so why not? Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of Deadpool and, and Deathstroke, I saw a trailer for um, they got a Teen Titans Go to the movies uh, movie coming out uh, this summer or whatever, and they meet Deathstroke and they say Deadpool, and he's like, "No, I'm not. <laughs> that's not me." But I thought that was cool that they actually said Deadpool by name in the. Uh, 
in a DC animated movie trailer or whatever. And they're like, <laughs> you kind of look like Deadpool. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm not Deadpool. But uh, I think that's just like a brand new trailer. It's, the movie's coming out in July. so uh, But that looked like a lot of fun. Speaking of uh, fun comic book movies, I want to see. So I am really looking forward to seeing that Teen Titans Go uh, cartoon. That's not like my favorite cartoon, but whenever it's on, I, I don't flip the channel or, or stop what I'm doing. I end up uh, I end up watching it. So, I've know. never 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 seen that cartoon, which is rare for James, who loves cartoons. But I did see that that trailer came out. I haven't watched it just yet, so I yeah. will watch that. But to, so Infinity Wars was incredibly dense movie. It was it was jam packed to the gills with action, jam packed with with some humor that I really liked. I thought the I I thought the banter was was good. I can see where it could be a little too much. So I understand your uh, your your question or your your concerns. Um, I. I liked it a lot. It's definitely got that Empire Strikes Back feel where the ba- the good guys have lost and they're down on their luck and the bad guy has won. And I know that Return of the Jedi is coming is coming back with, you know, Avengers 4. So I'm I'm hesitant because I think once both movies are out, I'm going to watch them back to back and that's when the more emotion will flow through because I'm really hesitant right now to be like, "Oh my god, they're dead." Well, they're going to come back, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, sh- thank you, Kyle, uh, for listening to the uh, the podcast. We uh, we greatly appreciate that. And uh, oh, would have been cool in Infinity War where they're trying to get the uh, they're trying to get the uh, the gauntlet off of Thanos' hand, and they almost got it. And all of a sudden, you hear uh, a voice yell, "I got this!" And you see a chainsaw come through, and it's <laughs> Ash chopping off Thanos' hand. And I say that because Ash Williams, the final episode of Evil, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead aired on uh, Sunday. And um, my God, man, that that was the perfect ending for the yeah. Evil Dead franchise. But it's it's bittersweet because the the series I love the first two two uh, seasons. The third season that they just finished uh, had a little problems for me. I think it started off a little slow for me. But as the season started getting toward its 10th uh, episode, final episode, it really ramped up. I think it ramped up right around like episode five or something like that. And it got really – it got much better. Um, Yeah, it's bittersweet because that ending was – it just showed like, oh my god, why why can't we get this as well? You know, we're being greedy. Oh, that ending where it's like some like uh, Ditopian nuclear wasteland or or whatever – Post-apocalyptic Michigan, of course. Was it Elk Grove? Wasn't that the name? Of the Elk song? Grove, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's that uh, that lady robot or whatever. Uh, yeah, she's like half robot, half person, but she's like Knights of Samaria. So I don't know what kind of robotics they have, but Ash had his hand back. That would have been fun to see. Yeah, it's um, pretty cool. He had he had a hand a la Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back. See, oh, look, comes back. It comes back. It comes back. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, I thought that was fitting because all the Evil Dead movies uh, pretty much end with, uh, with Ash being somewhere completely different than the rest of the movie. I mean, the first Evil Dead movie is just, He's not in the cabin anymore, but that second one, he's off in like, you know, 1300 AD in the medieval times. And then, uh, uh, depending on which version of, uh, army of darkness you watch, he's, uh, he's in like his own kind of, was it like some apocalyptic wasteland or something like that? Which version was that? Uh, oh that- yeah. The, the ending of that. Yeah. That was supposed to be, he comes back or he, he wakes up and it's supposed to be some futuristic thing as well. Yeah. yeah. 
And then uh, the end of the second season of Ash versus Evil Dead, like everything is uh, completely different. Like uh, is like yeah. as if nothing had happened or something. So I thought, yeah, and that's what that's what got me with season three, where it started off and is like, wait, how much of a time jump did we do? Um, because you know, uh, Pablo was working. You know, I actually thought it was a it was a ruse, and they were they were kind of living in a dream, uh, like one of, of Ruby's construct. Yeah, I thought that too. You mentioned that, and I was like, "Oh, this shoot, this is what's going to happen," and uh, and it didn't. But uh, yeah, I thought that's what was going to happen too. It was just a big nightmare or something like that. It's you know, it's and I I love I love uh, Bruce Campbell's take on on Ash. I really love Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's great. He's, He's wonderful. Such a treasure. He's great. <laughs> and you know, it's it's sad because it's it's over and. I really wish we could get maybe not another season, but what about like a, a movie or an hour special, like a double, like a two, a two episode back to back or something like that. Uh, but he said on his Twitter recently that uh, he is retiring Ash Williams. He's also retiring Elvis. Did you see that notification too? Oh, I did not see that. He said uh, he's he's done playing Elvis as well. He said that uh, he believes that different characters have different uh, lifespans and that Bubba Hotep, uh, which I tried to watch this week, but the, the streaming service I had, uh, when I got ready to watch it, uh, apparently the month of May, they ended up taking it off there or whatever. Oh, so that's a bummer. I got to try to figure out a way to track that down but i will said, find that for you thank you sir he said that elvis was uh that movie was best just as a as a one-off thing or whatever he said if somebody wants to do a sequel or prequel he's he's completely fine with somebody else playing elvis or or somebody who thinks that they're elvis uh, but ash and elvis both uh both retired um i i really enjoyed that season three yeah it did start slow uh but it had one of my favorite moments ever. And he, he's really bonded uh, with Brandy, his daughter. And then he gives her that necklace. Yeah. I choked up, man. That was, that was <laughs> something else. I was not expecting some emotional depth like that from Ash because you've never gotten emotional depth from Ash ever. <laughs> that show was great. I was not, I was not expecting, um, I don't know what I was expecting when I first heard that it was coming out. So, you know, I was uh, I just hoped that it would be entertaining. Yeah. And I was damn I was damn sure entertained, especially in season 1, but especially with season 2 in the the probably the funniest scene that I've ever seen on any show or any movie <laughs> when they're in the morgue. Oh my and Lord. yeah, it, and I think was that the, that the season 2 premiere? As if it wasn't the premiere, it was like the second episode. It was yeah, it was either the first or second episode. Do yourself a favor. If you haven't watched Astro's Evil, Evil Dead, watch season one. Go watch season two, and you will see probably one of the funny. I have laughed literally for about five minutes straight during that entire it's, that scene. That's that's probably my favorite thing I've ever seen on television or like anything. It's it's just it's truly amazing. Yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's on Netflix. Uh, season one and season two, and I imagine season three probably get added sometime later uh, this summer. I don't know when Netflix likes to add things, but now that it's done on Stars, maybe it'll live on on, on Netflix. But I'll tell you one thing: I was wrong about uh, when I heard that they were doing Ash vs. Evil Dead. They're like, and he's going to have sidekicks. These two new yeah. characters. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I know, I totally that. But you know what? Got to hand it to Pablo and uh, and to Kelly. They both those actors. I've never really seen them in any else but they were really good and really funny and you could tell that they really loved being on that show i love them on their their they might have been my favorite part of the show because i went back and watched evil dead 2 uh the, mm-hmm. the other morning and uh i was like 
man, I wish Pablo and, and Kelly would show up and yeah. help this guy out or whatever. Because <laughs> there's that scene where he's in the in the cabin and uh, those other three strangers or whatever come in and that one dude starts like beating him up or whatever. And uh-huh. like, we need Pablo and Pablo and Kelly in here to like rip that guy off of him and be like, what we need we need the ghost doing? beaters, the ghost, the ghost beaters. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe that you know I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing a, a little mini series uh, following up on on Kelly and uh, Pablo. If yeah, if Bruce doesn't want to do it, you know, let them still be the ghost beaters and and Brandy. You know, all three of them they could go around and and cause mischief and mayhem. That'd be great. That be you know that would be a pretty cool one off. Maybe right after all the you know the the uh, the backlash of of you know the post battle of of him and the and the uh, the big demon and uh you know wondering where ash maybe they're trying to find ash or something like that i don't know yeah, that would be fun then you know just pay bruce campbell a healthy sum of money just to come in and and film one scene or, or whatever yeah you know? when he's in the you know in the uh the containment unit or something like that yeah i think that'd be that would be that would be fun the only complaint i had about that finale is i wish that kelly and and pablo would have been involved with that final battle with the tank somehow yeah. instead of being uh, shipped away, but you know they they did have a nice story it, it, arc or whatever. It, it definitely worked, and they definitely you know finished it. My question is, do you, do you think so? They were told originally, or no wait, they they shot that end the third season finale as if they were going to be done. They didn't get the word that they were going to be done until about I think they said about like the fifth or sixth episode. Yeah, of season three. Now, do you think was this because of, of poor ratings, or was it uh, was uh, stars just like, ah, right, you know, uh, we don't want to spend any more money on this show? I think it was poor ratings. I think I read somewhere it was like less than three hundred thousand people were watching. Ah, bummer. Episodes. Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess it's, the thing just ran its course or whatever. I don't know what they could have done differently. I don't know if that. If it might have not, better, not be on stars. I don't know. I guess, but if I mean, if they were on like AMC or something, they wouldn't be able to get away. That that morgue scene doesn't happen on AMC or any well, other channel other than stars. Uh, hello, they drop f bombs all the time in that show. Yeah, I, I uh, might as well get like an adult rating instead of a TVMA rating for all. That they, help. I would say that the only thing they could probably do would be it would have been Netflix. But then again, how much money would they have got? You know? Yeah, yeah. Just but you know what? We got thirty more hours of Ash on our tv screens and i never thought we'd ever see that like i just thought you know okay ash was cool but he's just uh he lives on in comic book form and a few you know mediocre video games he's never gonna you know come back and be on our tv or anything and then yeah and there Boom. he is for for three seasons and it's it's you know what i, I don't want to be like a, uh one of those um ungrateful people or whatever you know groovy bruce he he did his thing and he he gave the fans some good stuff and uh yeah i guess i need to start watching burn notice now if i need to get my my bruce campbell fix oh that's that was a good show you know i haven't seen i have didn't finish that series but that was a good the first season was wonderful oh um, that was a good first season there's like seven yeah. seasons of that so there's like yeah, plenty of, of groovy bruce for all of us to uh to enjoy but there was like a tv movie they did that was just about uh sam on oh uh, cool it's, uh, I didn't know that. It's like a, a prequel or whatever, kind of showing um, like his days in the military, and he's like, uh, I guess there's like this little village or something that's going to get like a uh, bombed or or whatever, and uh, he uh, he goes and and he helps him. And there's a nice uh, uh, little uh, Evil Dead cameo. He uh, he grabs a chainsaw and like revs it up and like oh, tosses that's pretty cool. it into like uh, a, a 
like a jeep full of bad guys or something and then like it blows up or something like that but, <laughs> that's pretty cool and then he says groovy I, so groovy it's like oh thank you and it was the uh uh the guy that plays michael he was the one who directed that so oh cool right on uh, have you read his new book by the way no i haven't you know and i had I had one of his books. I got it from the library a few years ago, and I read, got I got through about half of it, and I had to stop. There was something else going on, and I never finished it. So I, I got to go get his books again because he, he's a he's a pretty funny dude. Do yourself a favor, skip the book and get the audio book version because he reads it. And, oh, he does. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know if the audiobook version for his new one is out yet, but uh, my wife had like a free credit on Audible, and she used it to get me the uh, uh, his nice. first book. And he's talking about uh, all the behind-the-scenes stuff with the Evil Dead and uh, talking about being on Xena. And I think the last chapter uh, gets up to where he did uh, Bubba Hotep. But in the new book, he talks about uh, uh, he doesn't say what happened in the – like in the preview, I guess you got to read the book to find out. But the lady who played uh, Fee, on, yeah, uh, she on Burn Notice, she freaking ripped into the director or something because I guess the director is trying to play it too safe or something like that, and she was not having that dude's bullcrap. Ooh, so um, she's but, she's a she's a feisty one. Yeah, and uh, it based on, on all accounts, he really enjoyed working um, with. Uh, Michael Weston. I'm trying to think of the actor's name, but uh, yeah, he's he's a good actor. I like him a lot. He's, uh, you know, and and while Jeffrey Donovan, at, you know, I I Jeffrey Donovan. Yeah. He's a great actor. I like him. Um, you know, I I the part of me, the fan in me for for Evil Dead, for for uh, Army of Darkness, and and Bruce Campbell. I want more, but I am the the finale was it was it was perfect. I mean, it gave me it. I'm not mad that the way that they ended it because in my mind I've actually you know kind of you go through the kind of the fantasy booking of of oh what could happen and stuff like that and I think that's more of a, more enjoyable from a, from a fan standpoint maybe I'm just speaking for myself but as opposed to having you know maybe keeping the show on for another like year or two years and then it gets a little stale you know they went out on a high note and then it leaves the, the the viewer with something that they can kind of you know chew on in their brain and be like oh wow you know and or make you know make fanfic fiction if they really want to and stuff like that yeah i'm hoping that uh sam Raimi or um even ted Raimi, maybe if he gets uh, if he's got the scoop or anything I at least want them to say like okay here's what we would have done in season 4 if we got the mm-hmm. chance just to, i don't know but i mean so i mean if they gave us seven seasons of Ash versus Evil Dead, we'd still be sitting here thinking like, "Oh, oh man, why can't we get eight? <laughs> yeah, and then there's like fifteen seasons of Ash versus Evil Dead, and you and I are sitting here doing a podcast, being like, "Oh, twentieth season would have been pretty yeah. cool." Yeah, so <laughs> uh, we're always going to be ungrateful bastards, I, I think. But I um, think I think with with where they left it, you know, what would be really perfect is somebody picking it up and doing a comic book. You know, yeah, that would be. Uh, Maybe they will. I mean, there's money to be made on that. I'm, I'm sure if you could keep the production cost down or whatever. But I, I wish, mean, wish Bongo. We I think Bongo Studios. I think they do. Uh, they do the big. I don't know if it's still coming out, but Big Trouble Little China has a comic book. They, they did really? a little bit of skate. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that was actually pretty good. I read a, a probably like the first fifteen ep, uh, issues of like that. Um, and they did a, a, a Escape from New York. They did a big Kurt, Kurt Russell thing. Hmm. 
that sounds like it might be kind of fun to read. Yeah, maybe they could do a, a Ash versus Evil Dead uh, uh, comic book. Maybe cross it over with that Evil Dead remake, which I, I still got to see that too. I haven't I, seen that. Yeah, either. I haven't seen that either. Does he does he make a cameo in it at the end? In the in the credits, like he shows oh, up. Okay. You can just see like his silhouette, and he says "Groovy," and so oh, well, cool. that's good enough for me. So, well, that's worth that's worth the money that I just spent on this. Woo. I did. Uh, I found it on YouTube or something. Somebody had uploaded just that credit scene or whatever. Like, here's Bruce Campbell's cameo. I was kind of hoping it was like a camo where he like he shows up to the cabin. And he's like, oh, tough crap you guys are in. You know, let me yeah. get this for you. And uh, <laughs> takes a chainsaw and, and chops stuff up. But yeah, apparently that, that remake, there's no like comedy in it. It's just like straight oh. up horror. Like the Oh, well, that's one. not that's so, not fun. So, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of always hoping that somebody from Burn Notice would have made a cameo in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Like a Jeffrey Donovan or a, uh, the lady that plays a Fee on... Uh, mm-hmm. Knows. what is her name gabriel anwar that's her name yes or whatever so or like his mom or uh donovan's oh, yeah. mom sharon glass shows up or whatever she's awesome it's like someone <laughs> needs your help michael and then she turns into a deadite or whatever so burn this like uh, no no but so yeah by the way burn notice not on netflix anymore they took that off i was gonna sit down and watch that the other day and, oh uh, that's a bummer it was gone i don't know where to get it now maybe it's on why usa they, network or whatever why did they why do they do that do they do that because they just have you know just they have to continue you know swapping out stuff they can't keep everything on their database i have this theory that they just look at my personal life and they decide how can we cause him strife in the smallest ways possible <laughs> i mean we can't cause him major strife like killing his family or whatever but we right. could take his stuff off netflix but whatever this summer i'm switching over to the netflix dvds and uh they probably will have burn notice on the netflix dvds but um i just need to start buying the stuff that i like instead of relying on streaming services for it you know i need to get the evil dead blu-rays i need to get the uh the burn notice dvds or you know whatever the the gilmore girls dvds because someday that stuff might not be on netflix or whatever but if you've got a dvd copy of it it's yours forever until your kid comes along and and breaks the disc and and ruins it yes exactly what's (laughs) did you ever break a disc like that that you no never no 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 i'm always i'm i'm i I am very careful with with my the media, my DVDs, my games. If you if you look at some of the games I have, especially like the PS2 ones, they you open up the thing, not a scratch on them. Oh. They're pristine. Not even you when you were a kid. You never broke a CD when you were a child, accidentally. No, no. I actually, didn't. Well, because uh, tape maybe like a cassette, but you know that's that always happens. Those CD, no, buy, never broke, never broke a CD. I broke a record when I was three. I remember the record, but it was like one of my it was like one of my Bible story my Bible thing uh uh Bible story records or something. I was like three or four and I specifically have the re- the memory of holding the broken record pieces in my hand as I slowly had to put it in the trash because it was <laughs> broken and it just it broke my little heart that I couldn't take that anymore. Take that, Moses. I also, <laughs> I also pulled Teddy Ruxpin into the bathtub with me. Mom said, oh. leave him out of the tub. I was like, this bastard needs a bath. And so oh, I yanked Teddy it. Ruxpin in there. And the, the lasting image I have is seeing Teddy Ruxpin laying on the kitchen table with a towel under him. It was like a, a Viking funeral or whatever without the boat in the fire. It was a... Uh... Why? Why did you do this? <laughs> uh, it's horrible. They I never got- had a Teddy... Never had a Teddy Ruxpin. You never had a Teddy Ruxpin? Man, you're nope. missing out. 
Yeah, apparently. No, you're you're good, man. <laughs> Save your money for a Neo Geo machine instead yeah. of a Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> or or a my a my monster, my pet monster. What's a my pet monster? What's that? Oh, you better. I can tell you that off air if you want me to. But that's that's a pretty cool thing that I've seen a lot of people recently uh, talk about it on Twitter. It's like a uh, it's like a stuffed animal. For 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 guys, for boys, you know, when they, in, when they were kids, but it's a monster that you can carry around. I thought you were gonna. I thought it was gonna be something perverted when you said, "I'll tell you off the air." I was like, "Ooh, whoa, get some well, I mean, saucy I, here or whatever." I was I was thinking it was gonna be a lot longer of a story, but then I decided, oh, yeah, it's just a, a stuffed animal for 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 boys, you know, when when they're too cool to have you know toys as a kid. My uh, okay, I'm seeing a picture. It's like a, a boy reading the book to his monster or whatever. And so monsters gotta read, man. <laughs> uh, Hasbro just got the rights to uh, my pet monster, by the way. So maybe they will. They just got them. Yeah. Oh. They also uh, acquired the Power Rangers too. So uh, it's Alice. Wow. What Hasbro. Alice? Hasbro trying to corner the market on all sorts of so things. So now we can get that Power Rangers, uh, GI Joe, My Little Pony, Transformers uh, uh, crossover that that nobody actually needs, but it could theoretically <laughs> happen. So can't. Cannot wait. <laughs> what, would the, what would the Power Rangers do in a, a crossover with GI Joe? That seems like that would be, I don't know, like uh, like a hamburger I think pizza. That, Both things are good, I, but together not so much. I would think it would be more uh, uh, easily crossed over with uh, Transformers. Yeah, yeah, because of the Zords or, or whatever. Yeah, did they ever use their Zords by themselves, or did they always turn them into the the Megazord? I think okay, so. For Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it came out when I was a freshman in high school. So that was 93, I think it was. And I remember watching the first season thinking like, oh, my God, this is awesome. This is crazy. But, you know, then again, also, I didn't go. I think I went as far as the red. I remember the red Zord being a dragon and that was it. I stopped right there. Oh, okay. So that was like, but I don't think I think in the beginning, like the first season, I think before they changed into the big thing, they uh, the Megazord, I think they attacked with the uh, with the Zords alone. Okay, that seems like a good thing. I finally watched that Power Rangers movie that came out uh, like a year or two ago, and that was better than it had any right being. I I will say that out loud. Like uh, there were some stupid things about it, but uh, it it, it worked for me. It uh, I. I was never a Power Ranger fan after pretty much the first season or two. Yeah. I, just, I just stopped. I kind of tapped out, too. So I'm like, oh, you guys are changing things? Okay. Well, why can't we just leave things alone? But uh, Like, there's there's people I know even nowadays. They're like, oh, my God, I love the Power Rangers. I love the Power Rangers. It's like, uh, okay. that's. I mean, that's but that's their thing. I love stuff that, you know, that they don't. Oh, so. I remember going to see uh, the Power Rangers movie. In 1996, did you did you go oh, see that? Crap. No, I didn't see that. I was a what was that, junior or senior? Yeah, no, you junior. had better things to do. Was uh, that did the were the Spice Girls on that soundtrack? Uh, let's see. Red Hot Chili Peppers were on that soundtrack. Damn, uh, they might be giants. Whereas on there, but I don't see uh, Spice Girls on there. Sorry to. To burst Sorry your, to your bubble there, but um, no. Who was the character in this Mighty Morphin's Power Rangers movie or whatever? It was she was like some like mystical like being or something like that. 
but I was going through puberty and she gave me funny huh. feelings and I didn't understand why at the time. Like, what is this? This is a Power Rangers movie and uh, what is this woman doing? You know, she's very, very pretty. I can't think of her name now, but um, but uh, but yeah. And so I'm, I'm sitting here drooling oh. over it. I'm I'm looking at the cast. Oh, they didn't have the uh, the yellow. I guess this, was this right around the time when the yellow ranger got killed. Um, no, she died in a like in in, in real in, life. She died in in, in real life. life. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Okay, I'm gonna because okay, you tell me if this is appropriate for a children's movie or not. Uh, let's see. Where is my messaging? at for you i can't figure out how to message you so oh here you go all right click on that link it's not like dirty or perverted or whatever but look at the way she's dressed you tell me if that's a kid's movie or not interesting i'm seeing the crotch right now just on the uh hold on a second (laughs) well hey that's a that's a thing that that is a thing that happened in that movie apparently. But wow. no, for the people listening, she's like, uh, she's got like it's a it's like a bathing suit. It's, she's got legs. <laughs> it's like a green Leia slave outfit, but slightly skimpier is the best way I can describe that or whatever. So, I guess that was for the grown-ups who had to uh, so take. Was she was she a, a good uh, character or was she on the the evil side? Uh, no, she was a good character. She, oh, okay. I guess she was like that the one extra that extra oomph that the Power Rangers uh, needed to uh, survive and thrive and defeat Ivan Ooze. So, oh well, she's definitely giving me an extra oomph. Oh, <laughs> but uh yeah, so dear listener, if you uh if you are so inclined, you can go and uh search out the Power Rangers movie and um you can decide for yourself if that's appropriate for a child's movie or not. I I kind of lean against it, but what do I know? I'm just a parent of three children. I I know nothing at all. But <laughs> That's right. Uh but yes, yeah, so Avengers Infinity War, great. Ash versus Evil Dead great i think that's the consensus we've we've come up with on this episode yes i i, I implore everyone to watch both and uh multiple times you yes know? uh as for evil dead that's the only show that as soon as i finished season one and two like i immediately re-watched season one episode two, or season one season two back to back immediately like i got yeah. done with that second episode like okay the next day i turned back to season one again and uh watched it through a second time so. Yeah, I think now now that it's done, it's finished. I'm gonna go rewatch them for the second time. Just you know, I'll watch season one all the way through because you know, in the beginning, it was like I was watching. When you don't watch them back to back to back, you forget a lot of stuff. You know, uh, week to week. Yeah, uh, that was also nice that they did a callback to that very first episode where uh, Ash calls Pablo Kane. Because it was, yes. they always got together to watch uh, Monday Night Raw. They didn't make up King. some fake wrestling like show yeah. or anything. They specifically watched Monday Night Raw. So uh, Kane, WWE wrestler. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Kane won the uh, GOP primary for uh, yes, in Tennessee. I believe is where he's he certainly from. did. So uh, good for him. You you go, Kane. You, you through Hellfire and Brimstone. You you won on election day. Yeah. So apparently he's actually a pretty smart dude in uh, in real life. So yes, he is. So uh, James, where can the people find you at on the twitters? 
On the Twitters, you can find me at Beer Baron for Life. That is the number four life. Uh, you can also find me at Army of Dorkness underscore, where you, some uh, I tweeted uh, to uh, Bruce Campbell and to Army of Darkness, or uh, excuse me, uh, to uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, and uh, saying thank you very much for all your uh, your you know the three seasons of awesomeness. And they actually retweeted me, and that thing blew up. I had about 20, 25 retweets and about a hundred and something. Uh, favorites so was that was pretty cool that. That was a- i i had no intention that that would ever i didn't even at uh evil dead uh arm uh, ash was evil dead i just kind of did the hashtag and uh they found it so uh good on them they were doing good job on the uh on their social media uh presence there as always i retweet the last original thought that you had you wrote tonight uh, Giuliani spilling all sorts of beans tonight. So uh, yeah, uh, apparently he contradicted the president completely. Who said I never paid Stormy Daniels any money? And Rudy Giuliani goes on Hannity and is like, he uh, he repaid this money. It's like oh yeah, really? through through a uh, through a was it a, a fund or a slush or fund? Yeah, whatever he said, he was not supposed to say. Whoa, somebody uh, I forget who because I, I would love to give credit, but somebody tweeted. Uh, uh, the caption was uh, Giuliani on Hannity tonight, and it was a picture of um, of uh, what's his name on Die Hard. Uh, the do who's the the cokehead? Oh, Ellis. Ellis, yeah, Ellis on the walkie-talkie, sitting there at the desk <laughs> in front of Hans. Hans, <laughs> booby, you know. So, I'm your white knight, bud, booby. <laughs> yeah. They said that was uh, that was Rudy Giuliani uh, tonight. Oh, like, hilarious! Yeah, it, uh, that's that's true. But then they try to rewrite the narrative and say, "No, I cleared this with Trump beforehand." It's like bull crap, dude. <laughs> People are liars of the like the worst kind. So you are liars who lie. Yeah, they are liars that uh, lie. So, uh, yeah. By the way, what are you dressed up as in your Twitter picture? Or is that oh, is that you ah, or is that somebody else? So, so that's a really funny thing. So I don't ask me why I was watching a NFL playoff game. I think it was the one where the Houston Astros, excuse me, Houston Oilers came back from behind and beat the Buffalo Bills in. Was a ninety-two or something? I don't know what it was, but or it was or it was vice versa. Maybe some Buffalo came back or something. But I was watching it on YouTube. It was like a, um, a like a best of thing, and I happened to see this portion of this video where there was two fans from Buffalo who were dressed up like nuns. Yeah, and and one of the dudes looks exactly like me with sunglasses. Yeah, on. Yeah, I thought that was you dressed up as a, a nun. And, I was and like, so I, I basically I. I screen capture that. I also captured the – I kind of made it a gif as well of of the guy kind of talking to the camera because you get you get a couple seconds of it and I'll send you that too. But it's so funny and I was just like, holy crap. I was maybe like 11 years old there but you – know, or in, in real life. But that was my future self hanging out <laughs> at in Buffalo. Now so, I, I see the Bills uh, logo. I never noticed that before in the uh, yeah. background there. So yeah, it was just so weird, and I was like, I I have to use this as my picture because yeah, it's all this, all this time I thought that was you dressed up as a nun for like some Halloween party or something like that, which but, which is just makes it even more funny and more absurd, and I love it all the more. It's more absurd that I've known you for all these years, and you've had that up there for all these years, and I, I didn't think until today to ask. I've only had it up like a nun. I've only had it up for had about it? Uh, maybe a few. Well, it's got to be a few months. Maybe so, let's just say six months. Uh, oh, top okay. of my head. Yeah, well, I've slept since then. I, I'm not your biographer. That's okay. I cannot. No, you're, you're not. You do things, you're not. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, please keep up with my biography. All right, I'm, we're trying to. Uh, <laughs> 
And uh, I am uh, I am at 16-bit Catholic, uh, 1-6-B-I-T uh, Catholic. I got into an argument with some dude tonight on Twitter that was... Uh, uh, oh. That was fun. He was saying you should go. You know, if you haven't seen Avengers: Infinity War by this point, you're a you're a sad person inside. It's like, well, well buddy, hey, uh, some oh. people don't have the money. And uh, in case you haven't heard, this movie's just made like two hundred fifty million dollars. It's a little hard to get seats or whatever. I guess he was defending that person earlier who was uh, hmm. uh, said that they spoiled the whole movie for the class. That's that's stupid. Yeah, you know, hey, some people you know either don't have the money, don't have the time, or you know. Hey, I didn't have the time until yeah, last night on Tuesday, so that was like four or five days. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, some people don't have the time, or they don't, you know, make it their priority. You know, I love comic book movies, and yeah, I make it a priority, but some people, you know, they don't, and that's a, that's still cool too. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so that's uh, that's what we're doing, and you have your other podcast, The Time Limit Draw. Yes. And you guys have a new episode coming out soon. I hope. Yes, we will record on the 13th of this month uh, at Time Limit Draw underscore, I believe. No, at the TLD podcast, excuse me. Uh, and we're going to be doing a WCW show from 1990, and it is called Capital Combat, and it is known for a cameo by Robocop. Is that early 90s period? Is that the worst WCW time period of all time? I think it's right around there. I mean, the problem is they had really good wrestling, but their 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 storylines were kind of a little, yeah, whack. That's, that's when you had Cactus Jack pretending that he was like a sailor who like had amnesia or something, and he was uh, that lost was in few, Cleveland or something. That like was that? a few years later. I think that was like ninety three or something oh, okay. like that. Actually, this pay per view, Capital Combat, is I think it's Cactus Jack's first pay per view match with WCW. Oh, okay. Well, I would say then that, yeah, the early 90s, I just, I don't know, the early 90s wrestling, I always just think of that as like the worst time period, like 91 yeah. to 95 or, or so. Like, er, yeah, early 90s stuff, especially at WWE right around like 93, 94, yeah. when they're like, like it's, it's good, but there's some bad stuff. Like it's just not. Yeah, the business the business is not good creatively no. and and money wise it was not good. No, okay. Before anybody yells at me, yes, I realize that two of the greatest wrestling matches of all time took place during that time, which was the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon ladder match and uh, Brett versus Owen Hart um, at, at WrestleMania. Uh, was it WrestleMania? They did that. Oh, okay, was that WrestleMania ten? Yeah, I think oh, it was. Okay. Oh, and also uh, the third match I can think of. Uh, I think it was from ninety one. It was. Uh, Bret Hart versus Bulldog for the IC title at SummerSlam when they had Wembley Stadium. Yeah. 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 So uh, don't yell at me. There were some good matches during that time period, but uh, I don't know. I don't think anybody's clamoring for a return to that uh, time period. Those, I think those were the exceptions to the rule. Those, uh, those matches there. Yeah. There there were good matches. They had good performers, but there was, it creatively, it was not as, as awesome as the, um, uh, the next era with you know Stone Cold and then uh, Rock and stuff like that. Oh yeah, the Attitude and the, the Attitude era, era or yes, whatever. Yes. By the way, the do you think what would if you think The Rock showed up in WCW during that NWO period? Same uh, persona, same energy, same vibe, and everything. Do they do anything with him, or does he get like thrown to the wolves? I don't know, man. WCW is so weird. Where it seemed like. It seemed like I mean, look what they did with Bret Hart. They WWF yeah. hand you know gave him on a silver platter and they they screwed it up. 
How do you screw up Bret Hart? Bret Hart was the hottest person in wrestling with the with a legit beef against the competitor, and they dropped the ball. You know what always made me sad was a few months after he he uh, came over to the WCW was he aligns himself in the NWO and out there is Bret Hart wearing a Hogan T shirt. Oh, know I, I know. remember seeing that. I was like, you can get Bret Hart his own shirt. Like, yeah, why was he wearing a Hogan shirt? Did somebody make him do that? Did he do that I, willingly? Yeah, I, I read his book recently, and he's just. I think when he after that whole Montreal thing, he was just kind of. Oh, he said he was over wrestling. He was just. Whatever. Broken. He was broken. He was like, you know, this, this sucks. I'll just collect a paycheck. Yeah. Which that sounds like CM Punk. Only CM Punk actually was able to quit. And I don't yes. know. Hart. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it would have been different if Bret Hart quit after that Montreal screw job instead of going to WCW. Like, I don't know. Seems that would have been a, a different, a different podcast for a, a different day. I'm sure we could uh, fantasy book the hell out of that thing. But uh, oh yeah, well yeah, he certainly certainly would have got a, a concussion from Goldberg if he had stayed. Uh, you know, if he had just retired. Oh yeah. Do you think that he likes Goldberg or dislikes Goldberg? Because I heard I, him sometimes say like, "Oh, Goldberg is like one of the nicest guys," and it sucks that this had to happen to him. But then sometimes he also criticizes Goldberg for being. Like ridiculously Green. reckless or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, works. I don't know. I think, I think, I think down deep, he's he's kind of mad. But you can't be mad at at you know a guy who's green because the it's you got to be mad at the bookers or the company who allows that that green guy to go you know be such high profile. You know, yeah. But you got to you know I don't know. Yeah, regardless, regardless. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bret Hart is not on that WCW pay per view that you guys are doing there. So no, he's not. do not look for Bret Hart. You'll be sadly disappointed that uh, you will not be seeing the guy in pink, uh, which is what my my six year old daughter refers to him as. She calls him the guy in the pink who was a good guy, and then he became a bad guy because I've showed her the uh, the WrestleMania 13 match. Uh, yes, a handful awesome. of times, and so I was like, you know what? If Maybe. you're gonna watch wrestling, I want you to see the best match of all time. Uh, very, very first. Because uh, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why a six year old's having nightmares about being kidnapped. <laughs> oh, she just imagines Stone Cold's bloody face as her own or, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Here, watch this match with a bloody face. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, yeah, he was. He used to help people. She said he used to help people. The boy in the pink, but now he doesn't. And it's like, well, <laughs> well, that's that's a very, very simplified way of uh, describing his career there, but. uh so, uh, but thank you, uh, to our listeners. Uh, I have a coworker who actually looks forward to these podcasts every week. So, uh, Deanna, thank you for, uh, uh, listening and another coworker. She's like, you have a podcast. I was like, yes, you should listen to it. James and I, we talked about this and this and this. And instead she pulls up an episode of 2015 and you're not even on it. And ah, so, wait a minute. I was like, why did you listen to that? I was scared to listen to it. I thought I might have said something dumb or something. I was like, <laughs> so I told her it's like. That's a really old episode. I don't know what I talk about on there. Please, if I say something dumb, I'm sorry. But don't hold it against me. I'm sorry. Please. The the co-host I had uh, on that episode, Mike, he became a, a friar, like a cloistered oh. friar. He's not even on social media or anything anymore. I don't know what happened wow. to him, other than he became a a friar. So he's probably off making beer or something like that. So uh, Ooh. yeah, you know those monks, they make good beer, man. So, oh yeah. Say what oh, you want yeah. about people who. Uh, uh, you know, if if you don't share the religious beliefs, you probably think, oh, those people are so silly. But even no matter what religion you are, you should be able to appreciate good beer. So, amen. God bless you, monks. 
And uh, you know what? If it was a bunch and of God bless you making beer. good beer, uh, I would drink it gladly. And so uh, I, my taste buds have no conscience, it, it seems like. In- God bless you, monks, and God bless you, beer. <laughs> and any Satanist out there who are making uh, uh, beer, uh, God bless you guys for for making beer and uh, doing what you do too. So uh, <laughs> don't want to leave. I want to be all inclusive to everyone. All inclusive. Here. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, no, we uh, we thank next everybody. Episode- Next episode, Dust Dust enjoys the Church of Satan, <laughs> a sixteen bit Satanist or whatever podcast. <laughs> Maybe I should I should change my uh, my handle for that. Oh, that would be uh, man. I think my wife would yell at me if I did that. Yeah, she'd probably yell at me too. No, yeah. she's probably... my wife would yell at you or your your horse. Okay. Yours, yeah, yeah, sure. And then I'm sure Dr. Girlfriend would probably say, James, what are you what are you doing? No, Dr. Fiance, excuse me. Yes. Ooh. Um, I'm, I'm botching her gimmick. I don't know what's wrong with I know. <laughs> it's a good gimmick, man. So Thank you. But uh, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, um I think I had too much alcohol tonight or something. I don't know what's wrong Woo! with me. Yeah, Miller Light. This is my last beer, by the way. I should have gotten some vodka tonight, but I didn't think of that. Oh. So <laughs> Texas is driving you to drink. Yeah, yeah. I want a Bloody Mary in the morning, and I can't have one. I don't have any tomato juice, and I don't have any vodka. I guess I could pour some Worcestershire and some uh, horseradish uh, into a, a can and, and drink that by itself. Oh, but God. That sounds don't, awful. I don't, think don't, do do that. That. No, don't, don't do that. No. Don't don't do that. Or if I do, I'll, I'll videotape it and send it to you and you can. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see you barf. <laughs> no, no, you know, that's, that's a good idea. I can mix it with that coffee liquor I've got. Oh man, that sounds awful in that's so a, many ways. And you, and your, your sweet homemade beef jerky. You know what? I tried the chicken. Oh man, we got to go. But uh, I tried chicken jerky and it came out much better than the, the yeah, there you beef go. jerky. So um, I'll have to tell you about that next time. So indeed, indeed. All right, man. Well, uh, oh, my wife just texted me. Uh, when you're done podcasting, can you bring a diaper up? And that was like 20 minutes ago. So um, oh, I'm in shit. trouble now. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, hey everybody! Thank you so much for uh, listening, and uh, we hope uh, we hope you'll listen uh, again. Have a good night and a good week. <laughs>